the Russian army moved in and began to cause great trouble. Now, Putin thought that he was going to steamroll through that place, and um, in two weeks, he was going to have it all dominated. And he found out he was wrong. And we talked a little bit about that this morning, that the church put the brakes on the devil. I'm totally confident, 100% confident, that the reason that he did not prevail is because of the strength of the church. There and here, but the church there. When they were being shelled, some of the bigger cities, Kiev was you know, badly damaged, the infrastructure was damaged, and they stood alone for a while, but they had a good leader, a good president, who, you know, a good wartime president, and um, the church stood steady. And I was in contact with uh, my contacts over there, uh, the head of the Rama schools, and also some uh, a, a particular local pastor that I had gotten to be close with. And he's just he's the kind of a guy that he's connected with a lot of people, and and kept me up to speed on what's going on. Uh, the news media for year for months was painting it like you know Ukraine has this old rusted out equipment and Russia's got this big war machine and there's a lot of trouble. He he was texting me that it's just the opposite. He said Russia's stuff is broken down and we have we have good equipment and whatnot. So they've withstood these attacks, although they have been you know outgunned in in a, in a natural sense. So I've been in constant contact with him and he's been keeping me up to date and sharing some testimonies with me, great test, testimonies I enjoy about victories. He uh, talked about one time uh, the Russian troops went up into the Chernobyl area. You remember the meltdown, the nuclear reactor had problems up there. They went up there and <clears throat> they uh, were occupying that area and somehow or another the bees attacked the Russian troops and killed Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they were doing the oh, yeah dance over there, too, in Ukraine. <clears throat> and uh, the bees attacked, and he texted me, and he said, even nature's turning against these people, you know, against the enemies. He called them uncircumcised Philistines attacking my country. And uh, my, my, the, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine. So anyway, we've just been in contact with them. Well, the Lord put it in my heart a few months ago to send them some money. Now, for a long time, the world was just not kind of watching. Now then, uh, NATO and the United States is throwing money at the Ukraine. I saw not long ago that they just approved another $40 billion of our tax money to, to go there. The problem with that is, and I'm, I don't mind supporting the, them, but who knows where that money goes? You know, by the time the politicians and the mafia, well, I repeat myself, get their cut, um, who knows when, where, how long it'll take for money to get to the people. But the Lord put it in my heart, just came up in me, send $50,000 to your friend and let him distribute it to the people that need it because wintertime was coming on and um, winters can be brutal over there. They're every bit as bad as Dodge City and then some. I mean, Ukraine is near Siberia is how cold it is. And so you, you, you folks are no stranger to that. So we started sending him money, not all at once, but started sending him money. I never even asked for an offering. I never put it out. I asked a few pastor friends of mine to agree, and money just started coming in. And we've been sending it. We still are. We're still still helping. I just sent him another uh, chunk to uh, distribute. 
But he wrote me back with some testimonies. Now, I think your pastor has given you some of these, but some of y'all might not have seen them. And if you haven't, you can see them. And if you have, we'll, we'll, we'll go through them. But I've also got some new testimonies that I want to share with you. And I want to make a point. So uh, you got those uh, up there. These are just screenshots of texts that I've received. Dear Pastor Scott, this was December the 16th. This morning, these uncircumcised are bombing my country again. There was still no repulse of the air alarm. And his English is a little sketchy, you know, but uh, he's self-taught. But anyway, you see here, he said, we've paid in advance for half a winter for several families for heating that depends on gas. Most of them didn't know how it's possible because gas is expensive and they lived in cold houses. Our brother's family, he started a church in a nearby town and he had to walk, what he's saying is he had to walk around in the house in warm clothes. The husband, the wife, the child, next shot, they were freezing um, uh, because they didn't see how to pay for the gas. They kept the temperature in the house very low. They even got sick. Now they're warm. He sent me a picture, and I didn't put it up there, but it was a heating system in his apartment. It was a big clay pot, like a, a big flower pot, sitting on two concrete blocks turned upside down with a candle under it. And he, it, the principle is like a hot air balloon. That little candle heats the air and it gets all trapped in that big clay urn. Yeah. And so after a long time, once the air in there gets hot, that clay pot will radiate heat. Yeah. And that was what they were using for heat for a while. Wow. Um, he goes on to say, a sister from our church, a faithful member for many years, closed the bedroom in another room in her home small house, begin to live in a small kitchen, two and a half by two and a half meters. All right, that's six. That's about seven and a half feet square because she couldn't heat the rest of it. Now she returned to her bedroom and enjoys the warmth. Next shot there. Another sister lives closer to Kiev. She's a teacher, serves children in the church. In that region, they're given electricity for two hours a day. That's all they've got. The heating of her house depends on gas and electricity. She didn't have time to heat the house in two hours. She walked around the house with her two sons in outerwear, you know, winter clothes, steam coming from their mouths when they breathe. She decided to use an old wood stove, but there was no wood. She trusted the Lord and started laughing and dancing already in the evening. I called her and sent money for firewood for two months. That's the church. They're laughing, they're dancing, they're praising God. They're not asking for anything. Nobody has asked him or me for anything. These are people who are believing God, and God is supplying. <clears throat> Another brother leads a small church in a nearby town. Businesses closed there and don't work like before, so they had no money to pay for his education. Next slide. Uh, <clears throat> the system blocked access to the materials, was waiting for payment for schooling. We paid for the whole year. No heating in apartments in our city. People with small children heated their apartments with electric appliances, and we helped them pay electricity bills. Another friend started a church in Gostamel a few months ago near Kiev that was occupied at the beginning of the year. <clears throat> there, the uh, airfield was destroyed. Next uh, slide. Uh, young church had no heating. They bought one electric heater, and we helped them buy two more. Now they hold meetings without outerwear. See, we're helping the churches over there. Yeah. I wanted to target the believers. And so the believers now are able to hold church meetings. We purchased a new uninterrupted power supply system for our church and new batteries to repair the old system and help them continue and not stop the service and broadcast. Many stories to tell. Uh, 
Our people do not feel sorry for themselves. They say that someone is in a worse situation than needs help, so they will not even ask for something. But when someone knows about their needs and provides, they are very grateful. Next slide. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Every one of them received a big hello from you, Pastor Scott. I cannot express in words how many words of gratitude I've heard for you and how I can tell the tears of joy on their faces. Now, I read this to you because this is what you've done. Those of you that support us, support web ministries and have helped us, uh, this is what, what you're doing. Go to the next slide. Another, here's some more. More stories for you. Pastor from our region, from the city of Kazatin, could not stock up on firewood to heat the church. Uh, we bought a whole truckload of firewood for his church. He and all the people are very grateful. We paid for the treatment of people in a dif difficult situation. Uh, go to the next slide. <clears throat> a family of pastors. Uh, well, the pastor's wife leads the worship. She's 53 years old. She slipped on the ice and broke her, uh, the patella on her knee. She needed a quick operation. Their city is located less than 200 kilometers from the border with Russia. So there, many people had left. No one remained in the church. We paid most of the cost of the operation. They're very grateful. So we helped that woman. We helped pay the heating bills for more people. This is especially needed by people who have a small pension. One family divided the payment for a year and consumed gas in debt. When we put the amount on the card for three months of heat, this lady started to cry and give thanks. Next slide. Um, two sisters who lost their mobile phones thought it's not a good time to buy new ones. They were waiting for the end of the war when the situation would stabilize. Some of the people over there receive a pension of less than $100 a month. We bought them inexpensive phones and their joy knew no bounds. Now they have contact with their relatives. That's a kind of a desperate situation in a war, war zone, not being able to keep in touch with your loved ones. Next slide. Next slide. Is that it? Okay, that's great. So, so we see here that, you know, the, the money is going to the people. It's not going into the pockets of, you know, somebody, and it's not being delayed. I'm keeping money in his account so that when these things come up, the church has help. And that was just important to me. I mean, thank God for the money that the, the, the nations are giving them, and I know it'll repair infrastructure and all that, but people can die in the meantime. Yeah. And so we just uh, wanted to share that with you and show you, uh, express our appreciation to you. But now there's something else here. This guy, I wish I had, a, uh, had given him a picture of uh, him to, to show you. I'd like to show you what he looks like. His name is Dmitry Kostansev, and um, he and his wife, Olga, or Oli, as we call her. Um, I'd say they're uh, mid to late 40s, maybe maybe close to 50. Their children are grown. They're just a good, solid couple, and they know a lot of people. He became a partner. I've spent a lot of time with him over there, but he's been a partner with us, and my office informed me that since the war, we've, been, we've started sending them some money in the past few months, but every month he continues to send his monthly support in. He's sending $100 a month to us before we ever started giving anything. He, he partnered with us and he continued to send it and still continues to this day in the midst of a war zone. Now I was <clears throat> praying, I, I, I heard that, I was told that by my office. And I just thought, wow, that's, that's impressive. On January the 1st, 
I got up that morning, and January the 1st was a Sunday this year. I was getting ready to go to church, home, and share with the people. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me, and he brought that back to me, Dave, and said, what he's doing, sowing that seed, giving that support, that monthly support, even though he desperately needs it and knows other people who desperately need it, he's continuing to send it in. The Holy Ghost said this. He said, he's returning fire. Returning fire. You hear what I said? The Russians are bombing. There was another uh, set of texts that I thought was going to be on there, and it was the most recent uh, text, and it started out like this. He said, Pastor Scott, I have more testimonies. I've been meaning to write, but I'm sorry because they've been shelling our city. And he and his family have been underground. Nobody hurt, nobody injured, nobody killed in his town, but much damage done, you know. But uh, he, he shared some more testimonies with me. <clears throat> but he can't return fire. He's not returning fire with natural weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. But the Lord said to me, he's returning fire. And then he told me, he said, and you need to do the same thing. You need to return fire. You've been, the church has been under attack for the past few years. And like I said this morning, I'm putting 2022 and everything before in the rearview mirror. It's not coming into 23 with me. I am living free in 23. Have you got that other slide that, or that other little graphic, that little cartoon? I saw this and I love this. This is kind of my, my logo for 2023. Two little cartoon characters. Why so optimistic about 2023? What do you think it will bring? Everything seems so messed up. The other guy says, I think it'll bring flowers. Yeah, how come? Because I'm planting flowers. 2023 is going to bring blessings. 2023 is going to bring freedom. 2023 is going to bring victory for me. You know why? Because I'm planting blessings. I'm planting freedom. I'm planting victory. Glory to God. And I'm, I wanted to share that with you because that's something that the Lord had me do at home. And I want to encourage you at the first of this year, return fire. Get an attitude. Get a mindset of returning fire. You're not just giving. You're not just sowing. You're not just tithing. You're literally returning fire. Because you're, you, you are launching things that will show up in your future. You are doing things. You're taking action. You're sowing seed that's going to result in a harvest that's going to mean victory to you and to your family, yes, to your business, yeah. to, to, to whatever's going on in your life. I want you, to, I want you to sow a return fire seed. I want you to get serious and, and, and realize we can change things. We're going to change things. Yes. Glory to God. So when we receive the offering tonight, look at it and, and understand that it's an opportunity to return fire. When the Lord said that to me, he didn't give me any um, heads up about it. I said, you know, Lord, I could have built this up at home. I could have talked about it and, you know, got everybody kind of prepped for it. People will come to church and it'll all be new to them. And the Lord said, just do it. Just return fire. He said, too many people make the mistake of saving the last bullet in their gun to shoot themselves. That's one of the that's one of the old, uh, you know uh, things that they did in, in in the movies. You know when they're overrun by the by the enemy, 
uh, he, the, the, the guy with the gun has got his uh, wife there, you know, and he says, don't worry, if they overrun us, I'm going to save the last bullet. I won't let them take you alive. And, and I, I, I'll take care of you and I'll, I'll shoot myself. You know, they're not going to take us alive. There's too many Christians that have that mindset. Let's, let's, let's save the last one to do ourselves in just in case. No, listen, throw everything you got at the devil. Return fire. Glory to God. So I went in. I've got a lot of different stashes. I believe in storehouses because God said he'd bless them. So I stick money everywhere. I've got a bank bag in my safe that I put cash in. I went in there and cleaned all my cash out. Actually, I had, I had two bundles, a big one and a small one. And I picked up the small one. I said, yeah, I'll sow this. And the Lord said, why don't you sow the big one? I said, Lord, I've been saving that up a long time. And the Lord said, you want to return fire or not? I said, I do. And I put that little stack back in there, and I pulled out that big wad of, you know, wrap bills. And I, I, I made up my mind, I'm going to do this. And when I did it, I can't tell you the liberty that it brought me. You know, I mean, I've, I, I am a sower. I've been a sower for, for almost 50 years. And yet at the same time, you can still find yourself wanting to protect certain things. The Lord told me to give something just this past week. He told me to give something and who to give it to, and it's very, very precious to me. And uh, I said, uh, Lord, you know, I mean, uh, uh, and the Lord said, you going to return fire or not? I said, I am. And so I'm just waiting until I get back home, and I'm going to get that seed in the ground. I can't do it until I get back. But uh, I, I, th there's something liberating. I'm free. Child of God, I am free, I'm telling you. Yeah. And one reason, one thing that's making me free is letting go of some things that, and, and, and putting them in God's hands and returning fire and knowing that this is going to, this is going to show up in my future, glory to God. Yeah. But as we've seen this morning, as we talked about Amos 9.13, it's not going to take 10 years before I see it again. Things are going to happen so fast it's going to make my head swim. Now, how many of you want some of that head-swimming action going on in your life? You know what I'm talking about? Was anybody not here this morning? Anybody not here? All right, let me, let me read this to you. Amos chapter 9, verse 13. I want to read this to you, and this is out of the message translation. It's the scripture that talks about the plowman overtaking the reaper. Dave, you need this. You know the scripture. Amos 9, 13. You know what it says in the King James. Here's what it says in the message. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. I'm determined that I'm going to walk in that, and I'm going to have that this year. I'm going to have some head swimming, overtaken, pouring out off the hills blessings in my life. Glory to God. There, yeah, there it is. There it is. 9.13. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. Well, now, if you want some head swimming harvests, you really ought to be serious about some planting some head swimming seed. My head swam a little bit when I looked at giving that seed. You know what I'm saying? It's like I had to get my, I had to get past my head. Because I've been, I've been putting that away for a long time. And the Lord said, what do you want? 
Yeah, Lord, I do. And I got more faith in you than I do in whatever that seed represents. Glory to God. I got more, I, I, I have faith that the harvest in that seed is greater than what the seed itself can do for me. So I want to challenge you tonight in 2023. Return fire. Return fire. Don't hold back. It's good. You're all sowers. I know that. God knows that. I'm not telling you you're not doing good enough. I'm telling you I, that God is challenging us to step up. He's offering us acceleration. Come on up higher. And let's believe God. Let's sow like we hadn't sown in a long time. Not just the norm, but let's do something outside the box. Let's do something outside the usual, the customary, that which we've gotten used to. Most of y'all can pay, you, can, can pay, can sow your tithes without batting an eye. It's just part of your life now. Just part of your life. And that's good. It's habit. But you can do things habitually or you can do things intentionally. The Lord told me, you're a habitual tither, and that's good. But he said, I want you to tithe not habitually. I want you to tithe intentionally. Intending that this is going to make a difference. I'm not just doing it out of habit. I'm mixing faith with this. I'm expect and I'm speaking over it. Glory to God. This is going to change my 2023. Why am I so optimistic about 2023? I think it'll bring flowers. You know why? Because I'm planting flowers. I'm planting flowers. And I want to invite all of you to plant flowers this year. To get serious about planting flowers. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I think we ought to, now I'm taking some liberties here, but pastor always says just do what, just follow God, obey God. I think we ought to, I think we ought to go ahead and return fire. Normally pastor receives offering, but I just, I'm taking my liberty. I think we need to go ahead and sow a return fire seed. Now let, let me invite you to do this. I know, again, this may catch you by surprise and you may not have, you know, what you'd like to give. But fill out an offering envelope. And instead of passing the buckets, let's put these buckets or trays or whatever down here. Put them down here on the stage. And you fill out an envelope of what you're going to do, say within the next week or two or by the end of the month, something like that. And you bring it down here and you put it in that bucket, you return fire. That'd be all right if we do that? Huh? Yeah, the ushers have the envelopes. You want an envelope? They're, they're standing. Go ahead and take one. And again, if, if you want to make a pledge or a faith promise to, you know, just write down the amount, but do something. And even if you don't have something to give or you, you, you're not going to give, at least get up out of your seat and come down and touch that bucket. Take a step of some kind. Return fire. Show by your faith 
by your action. I'm not going to live like I lived last year. I'm not going to have a repeat of 2022 or 2021. I'm coming out of that. I'm going up. I'm going higher. Glory to God. Is this all right? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Put those just put those buckets out here on the front. Just yeah, on, on, on the stage there. Put them, put them right there on the stage. Yeah. Put some more over here. There you go. And 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 fill that out. Make checks out to um, ALCC. This is this is for your church. It's not for me. But make your checks out and 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 uh, sow a, a return fire seed and make it significant. Shoot a magnum load, if you know what I mean. Praise God. Do something. Do something that stretches you. Do something intentionally, not habitually. You're, you're, you're great givers. It's not a problem about giving. That's not it. It's, I just, I hear the Spirit of God challenging me and saying, come on, break out. Break out. Break out of that rut. Break out of that, that, that place where you just kind of sit and wait on things to get better. Make things better. Sow for better. Not habitually, but intentionally. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So write down what you got in your heart to do. And make your way down here. We'll pray in just a moment. Make your way down here and touch these buckets. Touch them. Even if you don't put anything in it, touch them. And agree today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Thank you. Thank you for the direction of the Holy Ghost. Thank you that by the Spirit, you call us up higher. You take us beyond. Glory to God. I pray right now that you would put it in the heart of each and every person here to understand and to see clearly what is being offered. Challenge them, Holy Ghost, in their spirit, by the words that I speak. Challenge them. Cause them to see themselves going to a new level. Stir them. Direct them. Show them what you'd have them do. And then, Holy Ghost, give them the courage and the determination to do it in the name of Jesus. Because we're, we're coming out. This will be a year of victory for us. We want to see some head swimming action on your part. So we're doing some head swimming sewing this evening in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Lord. And we release our faith with this seed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, bring your offering on down here. Glory to God. Put it in that bucket. Sow it intentionally.
situation. If you're believing God for your kids, for them to get saved, for them to come back to the Lord, if you're believing God for restoration in your family, some kind of way, we're going we're gonna to minister to you tonight. My wife and I are going to lay hands on you, but I'm going to tell you something. Before we pray for you and agree with you for the victory in this situation, whatever it is, but I'm particularly impressed that people believe in God for their kids, their children, uh, or grandchildren. This church, how to, how to say it, Lord? This church has a family-friendly anointing on it. Your pastors were visitors, were guests at our celebration that we had last October. And after, well, we had a Sunday morning service, and then that night we had a fellowship over at my home. And everybody, of course, didn't come to the house, but some minister friends of ours and, you know, special ones came, and they were there. And uh, Phyllis and I remarked afterwards, of all the ministers that we call friends and all that came to see us and blessed us and honored us and showed up, Besides ourselves and one other, one other pastor that was there, your pastors were the only ones, and we had a house full of people, they were the only ones that had what you'd call an intact family. No divorce, no backsliding, their kids loving God, serving God, everybody's safe, everybody. Let me tell you something. That affects you even when you don't know it because there's a spiritual component to it. And this church and the anointing on your pastors and their lifestyle, their manner of, of life, has set you up for all the restoration that you need where your family's concerned. It's not about me praying for you. It's about the anointing is here. You're in a place where that works, where that, I'm, you understand what I'm saying? And things happen and, and we don't, cast aspersions on anybody for any kind of lifestyle uh, or, or not lifestyle but but any kind of history you know I mean people get divorced that don't want to people do others wrong and all that but your pastors have a family it's a model family 
It's a family to be uh, envied, if you will. And, 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 and God, <laughs> He doesn't just do that for them, He does that for you. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you're believing God for restoration in your family, 2023 is going to be a year of restoration for you. If you're believing God for your kids, if you're believing God for your grandchildren, something like that, come on down here and line up across the front. We're going to lay hands on you. We're going to release our faith with you. You've returned fire. You've sown a seed. And now we want to agree with you. And we want to pray with you over this. My children are both serving God. My family's been attacked. But it has withstood. God has blessed. And my family, my son, my daughter, their, their spouses, they are, they are doing good. They are serving God. They are, they are building our church. I got four grandkids and they're all grown now. My youngest one's 18 years old. My youngest grandchild. And he's over halfway through boot camp in the United States Marine Corps. My second youngest grandson is about to join the special forces in the Air Force, Air Force Special Forces. My oldest grandson is in aviation school right now. He's gonna be a fighter pilot in the U.S. Navy. My granddaughter is in college, Auburn University, and she's uh, working on a degree, and I don't even know what it is. It's some exotic degree that, you know. But they're all serving God, they all love God. They don't do drugs, they don't, they don't they're not crazy. Are you here? I'm not bragging on me, I'm bragging on the Word. I'm bragging on the Word. God's Word will work for you. The anointing will remove burdens and destroy yokes. God wants that for each one of you. Praise God. And it's no shame if it's not that way, because for your shame, God said, you're going to have double. Isaiah 61, for your shame, you'll have double. Praise God. It's double time. The Holy Ghost told me this year is double time. Praise God. It's time to see some things. So we're breaking out. We're breaking loose. We're breaking free. And if you got an old nut that's rusted on a bolt and it won't, won't screw on and off like it should, what do you do? Well, you put oil on it. And if that doesn't work, you put heat on it. You heat that thing up and you put the oil on it and it'll break free. And we've got the oil of the Spirit tonight and we've got the, the heat, the fire of God in here tonight and we're going to break some things loose. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. And I know you're expecting it. Phyllis, come on down here and let's, let's lay our hands on these people. Now, we're, we're, gonna, we're just going to, we've got a lot of people here. We're just going to come down this line and lay hands on you. And when we do, we're releasing our faith for restoration in your family. We don't need to know the details. It, it, it doesn't matter. What, what matters is what God's doing. What they're doing doesn't matter. It's what God is doing that we keep our eyes on. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. And if we have something to say to you, then we'll stop and do that. But otherwise, know that when we lay our hands on you, we are turning our faith loose for the restoration of your family in Jesus' name. Praise God. You want to pray? Yeah, uh, could I have a mic? Thank you, Father. You know, this is improper and this is unlawful. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is improper and it is unlawful for our children to be out there lost and under the influence of everything that's available to them. That's it. It is improper 
and it is unlawful. It is. And so let's change it tonight. Amen. Oh, yeah. Jesus will be who you say he is in your family's life. I've learned in situations like that, we don't talk the problem, we talk the answer. That's it. My child serves God. My husband is in church with me. That's the way you talk. You don't talk the negative side of it. It starts right here. Amen. Right here. So let's, oh yeah, these things. Let's, hallelujah. You know, I don't know where you're at, but I believe God's, anything's possible with God. I believe just like popcorn popping, we start seeing kids coming home just like that. We can see marriages restored if we'll believe God. And if we'll dance. (laughs) And if we'll shout. I'll tell you what, we had a service in our church several weeks, maybe a month or so ago, where we were just shouting and praising God and just thanking Him for deliverance. Just get loud. No, you know what happened? I quoted the 41st Psalm. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. But before I get the shout part quoted, people spontaneously begin to clap and the Spirit of God just Just came came through that place like a wind, glory to God. There's something about using your body to worship and to praise. Well, we're going to pray. Yeah. We're going to pray for everybody right yeah. now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, and you pray, you, 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 you step in anytime you want. But in the name of Jesus, thank you for the blood of the Lamb. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that seals the covenant. Thank you for the Holy Ghost who is at work on our side. Thank you for the ministering spirits that are at work in our behalf. Now, We take authority tonight in the name of Jesus over the devil and over everything that he's doing against families. Yes, we do. He's been working overtime now for too long to drive apart families, to separate, to segregate when you're calling us to gather and to be together. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over the spirit of addiction. We take authority over the spirit of gambling. We take authority over the spirit of of lust. We take authority over the spirit of divorce. We take authority over the darkness in our children. We take authority in Jesus' name over the the isms, the the communism, the socialism, the progressivism, the, the humanism. These spirits that are at work in our schools trying to lure our our children off into uh, sexual deviation and and, and, uh, uh, anti-Christ. We take authority over these spirits that are working against the goodness of God and the blood of Jesus. We break their power over this group and over this congregation in the name of Jesus. And we call those family members home. We call those children back. We call them to wake up. Awake unto righteousness. Come to themselves and follow after that which is right and true and holy. We take authority over those that have been seduced by the dark side and we call them back into the light in Jesus' name. We call those those wayward young men home 
those wayward young women home in Jesus' name. We call marriages back together and restored in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, our children's feet are bound to the plan of God for their lives. Bound. They are bound to the plan of God for their lives. The seed of God's word that was planted in them as a young child takes hold and it grows and it produces what it's supposed to produce. Yes. And they are bound to the plan of God for yes. their lives. Yes. And marriages are being restored. being restored. Father, you said in your word, none saith restore. I say restore, restore. to marriages in this place. I say those that are in the, in the midst of an ugly situation with divorce going on or anything like that, Father, I thank you that from this moment on, hearts are being turned. Turn, turn. They are being turned to, through prayer and a supply of the Spirit. Father, I thank you for restoration. Yes. I thank you that our children are home and serving God in this place. And you are building this church. You are continuing to build this church with strong families, yes. with strong young yes. people, yes. with strong lives. In the name of Jesus. Yes. And we remind you, just as Scott said, Satan, you're under our, under our feet. feet. In the you will not have our children. You will not have our grandchildren. And you will not have our marriages. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we shout over you. We shout over you. We shout over you. scripture up on the on the uh, screen Isaiah 42:22 Just put that one scripture up there Isaiah 42:22 I'll read it to you But this is a people robbed and spoiled They're all of them snared in holes and they're hid in prison houses They are for a prey and none delivers That's a bad situation For a spoil and none saith restore Notice he's looking for somebody to say restore. And that's what we're saying over you tonight. Amen. And you're not going to be bound and in a prison house and spoiled and robbed anymore. Tonight, rest restoration Amen. begins or accelerates in your case in the name of Jesus. So we're going to put our hands on you, release our faith, a point of contact, everything we prayed. We prayed for you. And it's coming to pass. Amen. And just stand there. Just wait there after we lay our hands on you. And we'll all dismiss at the same time. Okay? Let's, let's just start right here in the middle. We'll work this way and then we'll come back and work that way.
in the name of Jesus, restore. We speak restoration over you. Restoration in Jesus' name. Restoration and the desire of your heart coming to pass. Restoration in the name of Jesus. We speak the word of restoration over you. God was looking for somebody to say restore and he's got it tonight. We're declaring restore, 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 restore in Jesus' name. Restore. Satan's assignment is canceled and his power is broken and restoration is underway. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for showing yourself strong. We're returning fire. We're not going to sit around and watch the devil work anymore. Our eyes are on you, Lord. Restore. Restore, dear sister. We speak the word of restoration to you and to your family. Glory to God. And I'll remind those of you that raised your children up in the word. When they're old, they will not depart from it. Glory to God. They're coming back. They're coming back in Jesus' name. Restore, dear brother. We speak the word of restoration over you in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, dear sister. Restore, 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 restore. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If any two of us agree as touching anything on earth that we shall ask, it shall be done. Jesus is here to bring restoration. We declare restoration over you in Jesus' name, over your family. Oh, glory to God, and the desire of your heart shall surely come to pass. And I say this for everybody here tonight. These things will happen before the return of Jesus, and Jesus is coming. And he's coming. And he's coming soon. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Restore. 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 Satan, take your hands off what belongs to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Restore. Restore. You'll see it. You'll see it. You've got the promise of God. You will see it in the name of Jesus. Restore glory to God. In Jesus' name, I speak rest, restoration. Glory to God to your family. Restore. 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 Jesus is coming. But restoration comes first. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for your restoring power. Thank you that your anointing removes every burden, destroys every yoke, and restores things to their proper order. Just like Jesus said to that woman, she ought to be healed. Well, you ought to be restored because you've got a covenant with God. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Restoration to your house. Restoration to your house. In the name of Jesus, we release our faith with you, dear sister. Glory to God. And the desire of your heart shall surely come. 
in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. A voice of triumph. A voice of triumph. Let your voice be triumphant. Glory to God. Shout with a voice of triumph. A voice of triumph. A voice of victory. A voice of victory. say restore we get restored because we have what we say and I want to read this to you out of the Bible so that there's no question about it what did I, where did I say that psalm was I said Psalm 41 but that's not it where is it which one Yeah, it's a song. Is it 71? Hold on, hold on. We'll find it. We got enough Bible scholars here to pull it together. While I find it, you. While he's looking for it. You know when a child, when you're raising your children, and when they do something really good, you go, yay! <laughs> And you get there and you say, yay, you clap. Which one? Don't you think 47 God likes it? 47-1. When we see, we see what he's That's doing, it. we've got the victory on the side of us. That's it. And we're just saying, yay, God. Yeah. yeah. All right, here's what it says. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout, Shout. unto God with the voice of triumph. Yes. church, you know? I've missed it a little bit. <laughs> I miss clapping. Praise the Lord. We, 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 you know, glory to God. 
we got scriptural basis for clapping our hands. Yes. Amen. And that's what the Lord spoke to me about. He said, be sure that people understand that they shout with the voice of triumph. Yes. Not just loud, yes. but a triumphant yes. shout. Because guys, we can't lose with what we use. Yes. It can't go any other way. Because we believe. Glory to God. So I just praise God for his restoration in every family represented here tonight at Abundant Life Christian Center. We've got a lady in our church that had a stroke uh, years back. She started coming to the church. Actually had a stroke before she came to the church. Yeah. She came to us after. But she's in a wheelchair. She can't walk. She can't talk. Years. For years. But we've been working with her. And we've been shouting. She's been clapping. She's walking and she's talking. She, listen, she couldn't talk and she couldn't walk. Yes. And, and because of the, the, the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. the yes. power of the Word, yep. yes. she's talking yes. and she's walking. Yep. Yes. But she couldn't talk and she couldn't walk, but she is. That's right. Yes. That's right. Glory but to God. But she's saying, Jesus is her Lord. Jesus is, is her healer. healer. Yes. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'll Amen. say, her name is Kathy. I'll say, Kathy, say it louder. She'll say, Jesus is my healer. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout, shout. With a voice of triumph. With a voice of triumph. Amen. Praise God. It works. Can you sense the victory in this place tonight? <laughs> we, we've turned a corner. And we've set our course for 2023. Yes. We fired. We've returned fire. But we're going to keep returning fire all year long. We're not going to have a repeat. So remember, turn away from the voices that tell you you're going to have it worse than you did last year. Or you're going to have it. Turn away from that and turn to the one who will tell you the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You've got a covenant with God, brother, that is eternal and unconditional. Your covenant is eternal and unconditional. God will never break it. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Man. Good. Well, I bet it's not going to surprise me to have testimonies by tomorrow night. Glory to God. So be sure and come back and let's hear them, okay? Let's come back tomorrow night at 630 and hear some testimonies and let God do some other things. Glory to God. He's fixing things. He's repairing things. He's restoring things. And he's not done yet. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the move of your spirit and the effects of the anointing that we will see. We release blessing over each and every person in this place. We declare a good week, a good month, and a good year. We're going free, living free, pain-free, fear-free, debt-free in 2023. We give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
We'll see you tomorrow night unless pastor's got something to say. You want to say something? He wants to say something. The boss is coming. Can I take these? Whatever you standing over here and, and he was saying clap with a you know and shout with a voice of triumph I was standing over there just worshiping God and, and I, I got inside excessive grace is upon you <clears throat> not just a little bit yeah. you know people think well you know just a no 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 Greater than you've ever imagined. We're not eating the crumbs. No, no, no. We're sitting at the table. We're sitting at the table. Amen. With a big plate. <laughs> Amen. With sideboards on that plate. You bunch of Pentecostals, you're dismissed. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs>